It's difficult to imagine this stereotypical college experience without on-campus living. There's nothing like sharing a tiny dorm room with someone you barely know and having a microwave being the only way to make your own food. But for a lot of students, living on campus becomes a whole different kind of college education. I'm Abigail Meganson, and you're listening to This Argo Life. My sophomore year in college, I lived in Pace Hall in a double. I thought it only fitting to return to this same place and ask students their favorite and least favorite parts of on-campus living. My favorite part about living on campus is the community that I get to experience every day. Probably about the ease of access to get into classes as well as the events that kind of cater to us with free food. Whether you just like go into any like random common area or downstairs or even like around campus, it's easy to find people that you know and it makes it easier to click with people. And that's great when you're like just getting started with college. My least favorite part about living on campus would probably be not being able to get away from people and sharing a kitchen. Uh, As a resident in dorms, you get babied sometimes by the hall directors and the RAs, but that's about it. Sometimes you can't escape other people, and sometimes it's hard to feel like you can have alone time. I related to these a lot since I spent half of my college career in some kind of on-campus housing. I always enjoyed the community and convenience. And maybe one of the most exciting parts about living on campus is the possibility of becoming best friends with your roommate. And although this doesn't always happen, it did for two UWF students. Uh, okay, I'm Emily. I'm an environmental science major. I'm a junior, and I'm from Orlando. I'm JC Ray. I'm a biomedical major. I'm a junior, and I'm from Texas. Yeah, it's never better than siblings. We're, we're parents. Are we're like a we're like a married couple. Yeah, JC and Emily have yeah, been best yeah, friends ever since they lived in Martin Hall their freshman year together. Emily had reached out to JC that summer via Facebook after doing some light social media stalking and asked her if she wanted to be roommates. JC agreed, and that fall, they met for the first time. Emily shares her first impression of JC from that day. Um, you moved in, and I walked through the door, and you guys were there, and I was like, oh, hey! And then I went to give you and your mom a hug, and you didn't see what you wanted to hug me. So that was my first impression. And then you spoke. Yeah, you hugged me, but it was like a, like, I barely touch you hug, you know? And then you spoke, and I was really glad, because I was afraid she was going to have, like, a thick Texan accent. (laughs) That was the only thing I was afraid of. But despite an awkward first meeting, JC and Emily got along better and better as the semester went on. And I think the fact that us both not being from Pensacola freshman year, like, that probably helped us a lot. If you would have come in and had, like, a bunch of friends. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. I only came in and had Lena as my friend. That was it. And then I had you. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that helps. Yeah, I think, honestly, bonding over that fact, because we could, like, we, like, knew what we were going through because we were both homesick and stuff like that, so. Yeah, Yeah. and we both, like, we found, like, one thing that was, like, similar, and that was easy to, because we bonded a lot, I feel like, through yoga, because we would go every week. Oh, yeah. Multiple times a week sometimes, so having that one thing. It was a good start. Yeah. But their friendship wasn't just a perk of college life. It became the reason they each decided to stay at UWF instead of transferring somewhere else. 
Yeah, it was kind of like we both didn't have friends because we were both not from Pensacola, so we were just like, well, yeah, <laughs> we're what friends we? now. <laughs> yeah. We'd always just go eat together. So oh, yeah. did you guys think that this was going to happen, that you guys were going to become close friends, or? I, moving in originally, I was really worried just because she was so quiet, and I mean, I'm quiet too, but like. You were really quiet. So I was really worried, and I kind of, like, wanted to transfer home because I was homesick and everything, so, like, I didn't know originally, but then, like, yeah, it was great. Yeah. We went to yoga together. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and the fact that she didn't have a car also brought us Oh, together yeah, that's true. I didn't have a car. Yeah. So if I ever want to go with anyone or anywhere, JC yeah. was... I had to go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Do you feel like if you hadn't had a good friend as a roommate that being homesick would have been even... I would have left. 100%. Definitely. But I mean, she's the main reason why I stayed. It's like I actually had a friend. Yeah. I mean, it would have been terrible. It would have been absolutely poo -head. Yeah, I probably would have left. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I remember I was I mean, I had Lena, but like, if you hated me and then my boyfriend at the time was trying to get me to go back home, I probably would have gone back home. The funny thing is, Emily and JC don't think they would have met if they hadn't been roommates. In fact, they're sure their quiet personalities would have prevented this from ever happening. Do you guys think you would have met if you, or be, at least become close friends, if you hadn't been roommates? No. 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 <laughs> no. Why? We do not have the same, like... You're in classes together, you don't think? Yeah, but we planned that yeah. kind of. Yeah, yeah we're yeah, like, planned. We both have to take these at some point. Let's take them together. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't think so. That was just kind of like luck that we got the same classes together, but... We're also, we're both very quiet in the sense, like, I wouldn't reach out to Emily. Yeah, if I, I saw her in class, I wouldn't walk up to her and be like, hey, let's be friends. Yeah, we could sit across from each other, like, the whole year and just, like, been like... Could have been like, so, hey, were you here yesterday? Can I get your notes? Yeah. But uh, that would have probably been it. JC and Emily live together now and are moving into a new place with each other for their senior year. They say their favorite thing about living together now is the same as that very first semester. I feel like then you do have someone that's like right there. So like I went through a hard time with my uncle passing and everything and like I knew that like no matter how hard it got, Emily was right there. Like, <laughs> so yeah. it was really nice. Like she'd like walk in with like, with something and see me like cry and be like, hey, you need a hug? <laughs> so it'd be like great to have someone like always there. Yeah, that's true. Cause like whenever we went through a hard time, we'd always get each other like gifts and stuff. Like I remember when I went a hard time with my ex, JC, you like put like these cactuses on my desk and I was like, oh my God, I'm in love. Yeah, there was like this side that was like, don't be a prick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and she got And I me. think now it's honestly the same thing. Cause when my mom, went through having the brain tumor. Like, I know I had JC right there and yeah. stuff like that, because that was in August, yeah. so. And yesterday, I'm like, came in and gave me hugs. So yeah. Like, you know? It's, someone's just always right there, and it's really nice. Yeah. But not all roommate scenarios are easy. Some roommates are so hard to live with that moving out is the only solution. This was the case for UWF student Hannah Boswell. She moved into Argo Hall and eventually had to relocate because of her roommate. I went to President's Hall, where Hannah is living now, to talk about how she handled this stressful hey, moment so in her life. Nice to be um, So where's a good place for us to go? Um, we'll try the, the second floor lounges and see if they're open. Okay. Um, a lot of times people are... To protect the identity of her former roommate, 
I asked Hannah to use a different name to tell the story. We're going to call her roommate Kate. Everything was going really well for the first two or three weeks. We you know, we met each other on move-in day, and um, we had talked a little bit, uh, just small talk, honestly. But other than that, we, we were like excited to get the semester going, and both of us didn't know anybody. But that soon changed. Kate made a group of friends and would invite Hannah to come along sometimes. Eventually, Hannah ended up becoming friends with them, too. But as Hannah became friends with Kate's friends, Kate started to resent Hannah and asked her to stop being friends with them. But Hannah knew that wasn't the best idea. I told her, I, because of my mental health, I cannot just abandon the friends that I've made. Because in uh, starting late high school, I had um, ba- started, started pretty much the battle with anxiety and depression. And I knew that moving to a brand new city with people that I don't know, it was very, very important for me to make good friends. And I wasn't about to give these people up. So I was, I was opening myself to help her in any way, shape, and form, but I also had to kind of keep, keep that barrier up where I had, my boundary was like, I have, to, I have to have friends. I can't just abandon these people for you. But Kate didn't just suggest Hannah make new friends. Hannah said she would come into their room and start to interrogate her about who she had been spending time with. And it got to where some nights she would come in late at night and just start yelling at me and saying, like, why, like, how do you know this person? Why, like, why were you eating dinner with them? And I was like, I, like, I just met them tonight. Like, it wasn't even my friend. Like, it was like so, it was a mutual friend. Like, and she was like, like, I know, like, you can't do that. Like, that's my, like, that's my friend. And I'm like, that's not how friends work. Um, and it, it would just, it was it was so it was honestly so jarring that i would be sitting alone in the dorm and i would hear other doors shut and i would physically jump i i was terrified of her coming into the dorm because i knew as soon as she entered i would have to be on high alert because i just i just don't know i just didn't know what she would say hannah said she tried to reach out to kate several times to talk but each time kate refused I had texted her one day and I was and I, I said blatantly, hey, I want to meet up and I want to talk about this. Um, just just to get your side of the, just to understand what your what your side of the story is. And she replied, no, um, I'm not going to do that. You she. She pretty much said that I was I, you know, I was talking to too many people and that she didn't respect me as a person, and she didn't want to have anything to do with me. So just like, go away. And I was like, okay, that's that's when I knew that she just she just wasn't there. There was just no way that I I could that this situation just could be turned around. That's that's when I knew. After trying to work things out through an RA multiple times, Hannah decided to move out of Argo entirely and was relocated into a single in Pace Hall. The RA, he tried, even though the situation ended up turning turning bad at the end, he, he had tried his hardest, and I I really respect him and love him for that. He he did everything in his power that he could to help me and to help Kate, um, and just help the whole situation. And then when I did request a... Um, a room change uh it was very prompt i was i was out within i think the next week and a half um and i really didn't even have to explain to them hey like this is what's going on they 
I just put in the the room the room change and they were like okay cool we'll put we'll put you in pace and I, I was able to move out and move in same day. Hannah spent the rest of that fall in pace. Though living alone and without those friends was tough, she kept her eyes on the fact that she was studying abroad in Europe in the spring. It gave her a fresh start and allowed her to hit the reset button on her college experience. When Hannah came back to UWF, some of her old friends actually reached out to room with her, and that's who she lives with now. As awful as that first semester was for Hannah, she says she doesn't blame Kate for anything that happened. Later found out that Kate, you know, she she also was battling with certain mental illnesses and things like that. Um, which, I mean, of course doesn't give an excuse, but it does give a reason. And even even to this day, I'm just, I'm so happy that like she's finally kind of figuring out herself because I know that that was such a, that was such a big thing for her to deal with in that semester. And that's, that's, that's I think why everything kind of went downhill was just because she didn't, she didn't herself know what was happening, and so how could she explain to me what was happening when she didn't, she didn't understand herself? And so, of course, I don't blame her for any of that. Hannah says her experience living with Kate actually shaped who she is as a person and has taught her not to feel guilt or regret over other people's mistakes or a failed situation. It's not, don't base yourself off of the outcome of the situation. You need to base yourself off of off of what you've done and what you've accomplished and your mistakes, because that's the only thing that you can fix. Uh, it's the only thing that you can hold against yourself. You can't hold another person's mistakes against yourself. Um, and that, that all, and you know, and that's so easy to say in words, but to actually find peace with yourself saying you've done all you can. And yes, even that wasn't enough, but that's okay. That is, that's honestly so hard for somebody to, to really put into practice. And so, and that's, that, that's the biggest thing that I've learned was it, it's okay to fail because you yourself didn't, the situation did. That does not mean that you failed. I'm so happy that I learned that so early on too in my life. After hearing the best and worst of students' on-campus stories, I wanted to get a more experienced perspective about what on-campus housing is like. Bryce Griffin is the Assistant Director of Residence Life at UWF. Originally from Charleston, Griffin was both an RA and a hall director when he was a student. He says his favorite moment was the night of the 2008 election. Um, probably my favorite thing was I was actually on call the night uh, Barack Obama was elected president. And so it was very hard to enforce quiet hours that night. So I think we just let that slide. But everyone was running down the hall and excited and woo and, you know, and that sort of thing. And as great as moments like that are when you live on campus, many students decide to leave campus as soon as they can. Maybe it's because off-campus housing is more affordable and there's a sense of independence. But Griffin says it's important to remember that when you're living on campus, you're getting a totally different product. A lot of folks will talk about how off-campus is, is cheaper, and you know, and if you talk about adding the dining option as a freshman, that, that is a, that's a good chunk of change. Um, but it's a very different service, right? It's a very different product. Living off-campus, no one's coming by to see how you're doing. No one's checking in. There's no programs going on. There may, might not be a watch party for election results or for an event or, you know, those sort of things. No one's coming by to give you, you know, resume workshops and all the other little things that our staff do. And then also, 
knowing when something does happen, you know, if something scary really does happen, you don't have that level of on-call support as well. You know, there's RAs on call, there's grads on call, there's professional staff on call. Hell, you know, I'm on call sometimes as well. Um, and, you know, so we, we hear a lot of stories, especially from some students who sometimes come back to live with us from being off campus, that those are typically the reasons they're coming back. They're, they missed a connection that they used to have or they maybe had a bad experience where there was just that lack of support um, because, you know, when you live off campus, it's just an apartment complex. Um, but when you're living on campus, it, it's a whole nother thing. It's kind of like a safety net. Yeah, well, you know, we, we like to describe that we're running a small town because if you think about it, we have about everything a town has, you know, and, um, and in a town there's a lot of diverse people. Griffin has been working with students in a housing world for about eight years. He says students come in with this idea that they're going to be really close with their roommate and end up becoming best friends, just like JC and Emily. But he says it's usually a little less exciting than that. So that's probably the most common thing we see um, is in terms of students coming in thinking that's going to be the case. Like, hey, I, I got to live with my best friend or or this person, the second they're not friends, they, they want to move because they're wanting to live with their best friend or, or they think, you know, it's, this person is going to be that. Most of the time, it's just a person that you're okay living with, you know. You don't necessarily, like, love them to death, but you don't hate them either. And so, you know, you might, you know, just enjoy that time with them. The days of living in residence halls are well behind Griffin, but he still remembers the kind of community you find living on campus in college. You see a range of emotions when you're in the halls. You know, you see people, um, you know, for example, when I was a hall director at the College of Charleston, um, the, there were two students who lived on the floor above me because I lived in the building. Um, they're married. They got married. I, like, saw them when they were awkward, like, you know, students who didn't know how to, you know, even interact with a girl or a boy, and now they're married. And they're on my Facebook, and they have a kid. And, you know, so there's a whole range of things that can kind of come from, from living on campus. And a lot of times students might not even realize it till they move off or until they graduate. You know, I think, I think that's just college in general. You don't realize how much of an impact it might have made on you until... It's, it's over. That last quote hit me hard. As a senior, I feel nostalgic about absolutely everything while also counting down the days until I finish my last exam of undergrad. Living on campus was something I'm really happy I did when I look back on my time in college. I also am really glad I lived off campus this last year. But one of my friends decided that living on campus was the only way to go. Anthony Knoll graduated from UWF in spring of 2018. But while he was still a student, he lived in Pace Hall all four years of college and wanted to figure out why someone would stay on campus that long. So we went back to the old stomping ground and had a chat. Hey Anthony, how are you? Doing fantastic, yourself? Doing well, it's crazy because I was thinking about how long we've known each other and it's been about four years. Like, mm -hmm. we're day ones. Yeah. Like, at least you're yeah. my day one. I'm not your day one. Yeah, I had a few more days before you. Yeah. <laughs> Just a few. Yeah, I think it was back in January exactly four years ago that we ended up meeting for the first time. That's and right. then we both ended up living here in Pace Hall. Mm -hmm. um, it was my sophomore year. And I don't even remember what hall I was living in. But <laughs> we were everything's a blur. Room. Yeah, everything's kind of a blur. Um, so we're here 
in the study, it's called the study room. Study, study room, study yes. Room. Upstairs study room. Upstairs study room in Pace, which is a sacred spot. Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> ma so many memories. So here. all the mems, all the mems. Um, yeah, and the reason we're here to talk today is because you lived in this building, in this residence hall for... Four years. Yeah. All four of them. Yeah, all yeah. four years that you were here in college, and so that's not typical. Most people kind of move out after their first or second year. Mm -hmm. So um, tell me a little bit about your story living on campus and how you decided after your freshman year to, to stay in Pace Hall. Mm -hmm. well, well, I'm uh, born and raised from Naples, Florida. So for those who know where that is, that's not really close to Pensacola. <laughs> that's uh, eight and a half, uh, nine hour drive from here. So when I made that final decision to come to UWF on campus housing was pretty much the only option at, at that point. Uh, I had a roommate freshman year um, and so we split the space just fine, normal roommate stuff, no huge anything. Uh, and then part of the scholarship that I had from the honors program at UWF, um, the pay scholarship, was that if I became a leader in the honors program that I could have a single room covered uh, rather than uh, splitting a room or double in Pace Hall be covered. So uh, I went ahead and I did that and for the next three years I had a single in Pace uh, as part of holding a leadership position in honors. And that's that wasn't the main driver of doing it. There are other reasons why I chose to be a leader uh, greater than just one room free and housing. Less, yeah, <laughs> yeah. free housing pretty much but uh, but I loved it and that was uh, that's the big thing in the end and uh, saying four years in Pace Hall I wouldn't change it so I think a lot of people probably move out because you know when you're in a, a, a dorm residence hall mm -hmm. um, you don't have a kitchen it's Correct. still a pretty small space there's no spot to entertain mm -hmm. um, was that something that you missed like what was the big reason that that you decided to stay besides the financial aspect community community was the most important part uh, because I am a firm believer that positivity is radiant and not only other people having that positive attitude and bringing it to this community. I mean, Pace Hall upstairs, it's the Honors Program's LLC, Living Learning Community. So you have other students who are in your same position or were in a position that you were in, uh, and you just kind of get to, to build that community with each other through this one thing you happen to have in common, which is your curriculum. Uh, but one of the things that that definitely kept me here was that that sense of a family that that was very present it, it was not missing in any any way shape or form if you lived here you knew it was here um and just had it being able to be open to others and be available to others um, when they need help i think that was something that you can't you can't make that you can't it, you can't force it to happen. It just happens organically. And uh, living in pace definitely opened my eyes to that even being possible to happen. Number one, I didn't think it was possible for something like that to happen, but it happened. And it was it was just this beautiful thing <laughs> that was just happening right in front of my eyes. 
So as students came in and out of Pace Hall, you kind of had some people leave and then mm -hmm. some people stay. Was that difficult to see because, you know, you were really close with some of these people, their family, mm -hmm. but then they moved and you stayed. Was that hard? Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's always hard to see individuals and everyone that you, you were close with, you interacted with, but at the end of the day, it's their decision. If they want to, yeah, if they if they want to go, they can they go. Gotta go. There's, there's, <laughs> you gotta go. No one's there. Are no handcuffs anywhere <laughs> forcing you to stay. It's it's, uh, it, so I guess I mean, yes. Obviously, it's tough to see that. Um, um, is there a certain moment, like whether it's good or bad, that um, that happened here in Pace Hall that really stuck with you today? Mm -hmm. One of the huge turning point moments happened freshman year for me, and that was. Um, I say I came to UWF. I was this this uh, quiet, reserved type of guy. I wasn't. I did not. I did not not want to talk to people. I wasn't antisocial. It was just. I was just really quiet, and I had the, this this huge mentality of of. Um, it's like I, I'm having a very hard time talking to you if you don't start the conversation, and that's something that. Um, that I definitely I worked my way out of for sure, um, but the one of the huge moments is that in the fall semester of freshman year, um, uh, myself and um, uh, my next door neighbor, uh, and we were heading down to the laundry room, and she she was talking to us that her uh, grandmother had passed away, and so her her. Uh, Grandmother and her were really close, and so they, she was just talking and just and just kind of. It was the first time in my life that I knew of where I kind of just like opened myself up to someone like that, and someone that they I had not known for years already, and just kind of just let them let them talk with me, let them talk through me, and uh, so we were just talking, 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 and finally ended as like we were in the. Uh, laundry room and then she just bawled out crying and I just gave her a big hug and I was like at that moment I'm just like that I mean that was huge for my development um, to to be there for someone in their time of need and that kind of sparked me to do that for more and more and more people and and I, I honestly don't think I would have been the the quote-unquote mentor or leader even that I am today if that event had not happened and I would not get to experience that um, and so yeah I haven't I haven't caught up with that person in a long time and I, I really hope I get the chance soon before I go to Dothan and um, do you think like it was like mo that moment or maybe moments like that that you felt like you would have more opportunity here on campus living here than you would ever have off campus? That's maybe part of the... Compared to where I live at now, absolutely. I live just off campus in the fountains right now. And um, it's not, it's not uh, anti-social community, community by any sense right, of the word. Right, it's an apartment complex. It's an apartment complex, <laughs> <Yeah>. so... <laughs> I can hear every conversation upstairs and downstairs. Sorry, guys, but um, but anyways, it's very segmented. It's very segmented. So the, everyone has their room, and in order to get into another person's world, you have to get into their room. <laughs> That's uh, I, I don't think there's a huge uh, physiosocial boundary that is that occurs in off-campus living, but here on campus, 
I definitely felt that not necessarily the the stuff that happened out here in the common areas carried over into the room, um, whatever it may be, but it was the the fact that that you had a community of people who were out here um, that were here for you, and so. I don't know. It, it definitely, in terms of where I'm living now, the, the, this community aspect and the, this community building aspect was much more present on on-campus living than off-campus living. And after now finally living in both settings, I can confirm that. How do you think living on campus for four years shaped your college experience and how do you think it would have been different had you lived off campus for some of those years? Mm -hmm. well, the the on-campus stuff allowed me to make more friendships and get involved with more groups of people and more circles of people um, and there there are certain benefits to the off-campus housing as well. I have met new groups of people in the past year living at the fountains um, that I don't think I ever would have met on campus. So I think it's it's a pro-pro situation there. And uh, I met a lot of great people here on campus. That we could just go two doors down, knock on someone's door and say, hey, you want to go to uh, the market together? You want to go play wiffle ball in Parco together? You want to go sit on the benches uh, and watch the, the planes and the lights type, type in situations? And it was just the, all these spontaneous adventures that can happen. It's, it's something that, I, mean, I have thousands of stories on those, and the only way you get to a thousand stories is if you have that group of people that are, that are there for you, that are willing to shape and be shaped by you. Um, so, I, I don't know, it's just something that, uh, there's just a lot, a lot of things, a lot of good things that came out of the on-campus community, but I think the off-campus stuff isn't bad either. It's just a different, a different way to go about living. When you told people, yeah, I'm a senior and I'm living in Pace Hall, did you ever get any reactions from people? What, what were those like? <laughs> of course. Even my friends said that too. My good, my best friends would, would say, you're still there. <laughs> so, but it, it was, it's, it's an environment that I, that I was comfortable in. Uh, could I have gone other places on campus? Absolutely. Could I have gone out off campus? Sure. It, no, no big deal there. Um, but it, do you just, do you regret getting not getting out of your comfort zone? Or not you... one bit. No, and you know, once see, yes, it was a comfort zone. But the more interactions I had with people in here, the bigger that comfort zone got. Uh, so it was it was something that. Sure, I was like, I was more than happy to live in a different place. I mean, in I'm going to be moving twice in the next three months. So, and that's something that uh, you got to be comfortable with those changes when they come up. But I had a great setting here, and a great community here, and great people here, and just period. So I. I wouldn't have changed it for sure. I don't regret staying here for four years. And yes, there were like you said, there are people that are like, mm, why are you still there? <laughs> like we're over here in the villages. 
we're over here at the fountains, we're over here at the next, or what's the new one? The the edge. Yeah, the, the edge. edge. <laughs> yeah, living the, on the edge. I figure you can get an apartment complex. You just put the and then any word in the English <laughs> dictionary, and you got yourself. Because what is it's yeah. the fountains, the edge, the next. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how they came up with that. And then there's there College there. View. It's like, oh, cool. They got a nice yeah, design. All, whatever. all the different places. We are not sponsoring any of these oh, apartment complexes. Um, I mean, we can, but we haven't gotten yeah. a check yet. <laughs> we're not monetizing this podcast. This is not what we're doing. So, do you, what, what did you learn? Like, what do you feel, feel like you really learned from your four years in Pace Hall? Yeah, I learned a lot. I learned a lot. Definitely uh, being here allowed me to grow not only socially, obviously, but it forced me to grow personally, professionally, in whatever leadership setting I was in. Um, and just overall growth. And that's something that I cannot pinpoint to one specific thing that I, that I did better over the four years because I felt like I've grown in all aspects of my life in some way, shape, or form. Uh, but being here in the community and being around these different types of people from diverse backgrounds that were not anything similar to what I had being... Uh, being a wannabe medical student from Southwest Florida, you don't find a whole lot of those here at the University of West Florida. Um, so just having my background and then, and then being able to talk with people about their other backgrounds and things we have in common, things we don't have in common, uh, being in this type of environment definitely allowed me to uh, grow with other people while also growing myself. Do you have advice for students who are currently living on campus or thinking about living on campus about how to take advantage of the fact that you are living in an on-campus community instead of off-campus? Absolutely. And the, the, the one word I have for that is learn. Always open yourself up to learning about not only what's going on with yourself but the world around you. And it's a combination of opening yourself up to others, but also opening yourself up to what other people have to say. Um, so being okay to ask for help when you need help, because we're all going to need help. I think if there's anything that I regretted in, in, in four years is that I didn't ask enough people for help when I needed it. Um, but just opening yourself up to, to everyone around you um, and letting, kind of not giving up all control in the situation, but allowing other people to put their hands in to work as a team to get through a tough situation that you're in um, definitely was something that when I started doing that I started doing that a little more that I saw huge changes in my personal life because not only it's uplifting to make it through whatever tough scenario you're in but knowing that you have a team of people who are willing to help you through that tough scenario that's something that goes overlooked nowadays and uh, uh, but if I would recommend anything it was uh, never be afraid to learn in this type of setting or any setting you're in obviously this is a university I hope everyone's out learning in their classes and, <laughs> getting, <your> <laughs> and getting good grades but um, but learning in these non-classroom settings uh, will have a bigger impact on your growth in, in your lifetime than probably anything you'll learn in insert lecture hall here. <laughs>
Well, that's great advice. Thank you so much for sitting down and coming back Thank to you. this spot in Pace Hall. All the memories. It's uh, been really great catching up. Absolutely. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Whatever experience you've had with on-campus living, it's like most things in life. It has its pros and cons, but you can learn a lot from living and learning with different people, which is what I think college is all about. This has been the last episode of the first season of This Argo Life. I want to thank each of you listening for tuning into this podcast series. I hope you enjoyed it. Do me one quick favor and rate the show and leave a review if these episodes impacted you in some way. And as always, go Argos!